It is Friday, July 26th. Welcome to the Hot Topics for Small Nonprofits podcast, where it's all about sharing tips, tools, and techniques to help your organization produce powerful results. I'm Cindy Michael. I'm your host. And today we're talking about board transitions. If your group has a summer financial year start, you'll likely be transitioning your board soon. We're going to share the best practices for making this seamless, along with some important do's and don'ts today. So we're joined by Terry McIntyre, and Terry has 19 years of experience in the parent group world, along with a lot of additional volunteer experience with groups like the Northwest, Northwest Youth Services, Girl Scouts, Run Like a Girl, Boys and Girls Club, and way more. She is an Uber volunteer. So having held nearly every board position possible, she's got a wealth of experience and knowledge that you can probably well imagine. She's going to share that with you today. So welcome, Terry. Thanks, Cindy. Thanks for having me on Hot Topics for Small Nonprofits. We're happy to have you here. So Terry, you and I both know that board transitions are inevitable. A lot of groups have bylaws that include term limits, and that means that there's a lot of changeover in boards. And there's a lot of good reasons for that turnover, but there are also some drawbacks. Um, some of the good reasons are that rotating that new board helps keep things fresh. And otherwise, in other words, um, things like new ideas, new energy, new perspective. Um, it's also less likely that your group will become stale. Sometimes board members that stay in place for a long time can begin to experience groupthink. They start to govern out of self-interest. And sometimes their passion starts to wane or they can become negative, which, um, can be contagious and they can eventually burn out, which we don't want to see. So while there are a lot of good reasons for those term limits, transitions often come with some degree of turmoil. And I'm curious if you would be willing to talk about how that can be addressed by both the incoming and the outgoing board. And while we're at it, what does a good handoff look like? Well, Cindy, the best practice for a good transition would be that each board member that is leaving their position have a binder with notes in it, um, kind of what their duties were, some of the things that they experienced while they were in that position that they can pass on to the new board member. And it's also really great to have the opportunity to meet with that new board member. It really helps with that transition when the outgoing, like your outgoing secretary is able to pass off that binder and talk with you about um, some things to do during the meetings, how to do follow-ups and stuff like that. So um, those, that is one of the best things that can happen. And it's also really important that the board president follow up with each member. Um, this way, the board president can make sure that people are getting the information that they need, that they're getting their questions answered, that they need to have answered. Now, in the case when the board president is leaving, in a perfect world, they would be available to the new president for at least a couple of months. And the reason for this is that there's oftentimes questions that the new board president will have. There'll be some things, maybe some history that they're unsure of in the past if they could get filled in on that. So I always recommend that new board, new board members make sure that um, they have all of these meetings and do that. And then it's really important for the outgoing board and the incoming board to look at having an audit done of the books. And having an audit done is so helpful every year, whether your board is transitioning in or out, so that you have all of your records in order. Um, it's best practice and just 
I can't emphasize how important that is. And while change is awesome on a board um, and really does bring in those new perspectives and ideas, it also is great to have that communication or otherwise it can get kind of bumpy and difficult. Wow, those are really good ideas, Terry. Um, yeah, sometimes communication isn't the best between uh, the incoming and outgoing board members. I'm sure you've probably experienced a painful board transition or two. Can you tell us what that might look like? Well, I can. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> transition is when the departing board just does not make the time to meet, doesn't have the time to meet. You're possible that your records aren't in order. The financial end of things may be a little bit messy. Not that there's anything um, wrong going on, but just not a real clean and crisp transition for that. Um, and it, this is probably one of the biggest reasons why nonprofits and especially parent organizations oftentimes have um, people who are afraid to step forward to serve on a board. And as you can imagine, especially in the treasurer position, because when you have books that are incomplete or information that's not shared with the incoming treasurer, it just makes your transition so much more difficult. Um, there is also, as an incoming board, it's really important to, to listen and to um, hear what the outgoing board is, is saying with you. And I can tell you, I took over on a board one time that was a mess. They didn't have their secretary's binder in order. The treasurer hadn't been posting any of their payments, didn't have receipts. And it took forever to recreate that. We probably put in over 80 hours of um, trying Ouch. to recreate all those records. And we also found out that they had not filed their 990 with the IRS for two years. So having to redo all of that and work it out with the IRS. So that was my very first lesson of taking over a board and not requiring an audit prior to taking over the board. And so oh. after that, I always made sure that an audit took place. <laughs> well, that sounds like a painful learning experience. Yes. <laughs> so, so what can an incoming and an outgoing board do to ensure a good transition, in your opinion? So my opinion is that one of the number one things is just to have really good lines of open communication with each other and make sure that you're willing to share the information don't guard your information. It's not a secret of what's going on. It's, it's just the best for both parties to just share your information, some of your experiences that you've had, things that you can make suggestions for how to make life easier for the new incoming board member. Um, and for the incoming board members to really sit back and listen. And even if you have ideas for change and things that you want to do, listen to how, how things have gone so that you kind of also have that history to go along with it. Um, you'll find the reason why some of the times new board members will find the reason why something is done the way that it's done is because there's been a long history of that's how that school, that's the operating climate in that school. And, um, you can always still try to make changes, but it's really great to listen to, to that experience from all of your former board members um, when there's not communication or when people are unwilling to pass stuff on or don't have time for the new incoming people, that's when your new board members start to feel overwhelmed and like, what the heck have I gotten myself into? So I would say, uh, just trying to be as open as possible with each other and make yourself available. 
so that the incoming board can always feel that they can reach out and ask you a question. That's great advice. So it's about the nonprofit, the group. It's not about the individuals and, and their attitudes or opinions, right? Exactly. You have to remember that. Exactly. Great. Yeah. Good advice. Thank you so much, Terry. Thanks for being here today and taking the time to do this. And I also want to thank everyone else who's listening. If you like this podcast, please let us know what other topics you might be interested in. And you can also find some additional resources on our website at moneyminder.com. Until next time.